0: ready for the word? Okay, if you are, please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. The book of 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. Are you there? I read. It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I read it again, it says, for whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, and we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm concluding my series titled The Rise of Overcomers and this is part two, part four. The Rise of Overcomers and this is part four. We have come to understand and to establish that we are from the DNA of God. We were born by God. The day you gave your life to Christ, that day you became a child of God. And the moment you became a child of God, you bore the DNA of God. If a swap is done now by your mouth or through your nose, if a DNA swap is done it will come out as God being your real father. Because the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 that after God formed man, the Bible says that, and God breathed into his nostrils and man became a living being. So if anybody questions or doubts the identity of your father, if they take you to the lab and they do a swap in your mouth, they do a swap in your nose and they test who your father is, guess who will come up as your father? God will come up as your father. Are you not glad about that? That's an exciting time to know that I am a child of God. That means I am not a bastard. That means I have an identity. Amen. I know who my father is. Yes. I know who he is. Therefore, I know where I'm going to. Amen. So the Bible says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever. You can be born today of God. It says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Or whosoever. Now, the only way you can walk in this reality of truth is for you to have this mentality that I am born of God. That I am born of God. It doesn't matter the challenges that come. Challenges will come. Challenges will go. But no matter the challenges, you must possess this mentality that you were already an overcomer. Let me hear a living amen. Yes. So he said, whatsoever or whosoever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory. Wow. This is the Now, now, what you have to understand is that you haven't even gone to battle, but you have already been declared an overcomer. Yes. And I know what God told me. God said to me, he is going to raise up Giants from this church He is going to raise up men And women who when their Name is mentioned they will know Where they are coming from Hallelujah A time is coming you don't Have to hold a passport or A a, a driver's license To travel any longer The moment you step at at the border You say my name is Adama Sebeji the whole world Knows you You say VIP pass through Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So it says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So that means our faith in God is so crucial. If you are going to walk in victory, you need the faith of God. You need faith. You need the God kind of faith. That kind of faith That speaks to a thick tree To dry up And it dries up You need that level of faith That's why the Bible says We must contend for our faith We must contend for our faith Because it is so precious And so valuable to us So we must make sure That nothing is contaminating Our faith Because the only thing That guarantees you To receive from God Is your faith Is your faith And what is faith Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 The Bible says that Now faith is the substance Of things hoped for The evidence of things not seen Now faith is Now faith is So that means faith is for now Not for tomorrow Whatever you need Faith can bring it into now And I see God bringing that promotion Into now I see God bringing that house for you into your now. I see God bringing your business breakthrough into your now. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 11. It says through faith we understand that the elders obtain a good report. Through faith. Through faith. So it takes faith to overturn the doctor's negative report. I don't know whatever report has been written about you, but it takes faith to overturn that negative report. When I was growing up as a young child, one of my teachers told me that you have such a big head, this big head is empty. He said this big head is like a coconut head. Don't laugh now he said it's like a coconut head it's empty but he said that and I cried I wept I went home because almost all the time in class I was the last but one we were 20 in class but my position is always 21 (laughs) I don't know how that happens now how can you be 20 in class and when your position comes you are number 21 so who is number 20 (laughs) the teacher said you have such a big head this big head is empty, it's full of nothing I went home I cried, I wept I went into my bed and I started reading voraciously I started reading I started reading and reading and reading the next time we had a text I moved from position 21 to number one in the class yes. hallelujah hallelujah because my DNA is a victory DNA. My DNA is victory. I, I didn't take the, the negative report of my teacher. Some of you, some people have said negative, negative, negative things about you. They say your life will amount to nothing. They said you are nothing. You will amount to nothing but minus you. You can use your faith to overturn their report. I said you can use your faith to change their report. Amen. That's what the Bible says. That through faith the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, Amen. through faith. Hebrews chapter eleven verse three. It says we understand by faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Amen. So that means you have the power to frame your own world. Amen. Don't allow anybody to frame your world for you. The sad thing is, many Christians are allowing their enemies to frame their world for them. You know, the enemy would never give you anything good. They say, Ask for you, framed negative, but refuse it. Amen. Use your faith Amen. to frame a positive life. Amen. Use your faith to frame something better, frame a glorious life. See yourself on the beach of Barbados. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. See yourself driving a Mercedes Benz, God. I don't know why these days when I'm preaching, I'm talking a lot about Mercedes Benz. Looks like very soon I'm going to be driving in one. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now don't envy me. Now I'm using my faith to bring it to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe one of these days I need to take an offering for a Mercedes-Benz. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy. Today the pastor is going to take a, an offering. <laughs> no, not here, not here. Not. It's just a joke, praise God. It's just a joke. Hallelujah. I'm walking in the blessing. I'm walking in the overflow. That's why Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow. So it takes a blessing to generate what you want. And from today, you'll walk in the blessing. I said, from today, you'll walk in the blessing. After today, you will see the goodness of God in your life. Hallelujah. So it says, this is the victory. That overcomes the world Even our faith Even our faith So our faith is so important What you do with your faith Is so important Hear me Your faith is a currency That can purchase you Anything you want in this world In the economy of God The only currency we are permitted to use Is the currency of faith is a currency of what? Faith. That's what the Bible says, God calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's how God operates. He says, come by without money. What do you need to buy? Faith. Use faith as your currency. And after today, you'll use your faith. After today, your faith will work for you in the mighty name of Jesus. The lady who brought me up in the Lord, she said to me, if there is anything you lose here on earth, lose everything, but don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. Let me encourage you. Never associate yourself with people who take your faith away from you. Don't associate with people who will draw you away from your faith. Very crucial. Very crucial. And if the devil is coming to steal anything from you, he's coming to steal your faith. So make everything possible, never to associate yourself with people who draw you away from your faith. Why? Because the Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners. Yes, you might have good manners, but the moment you get yourself involved with evil, evil talkers, negative talkers, they will draw you away from your faith. That's what Paul said, mark those who create division in the church and avoid them. Mark them. Why? Because they will destroy your faith. They will pollute your faith. They will contaminate your faith. And you must do everything never to allow anybody to contaminate your faith. I am very careful whose phone call I pick that's why I have a voicemail because some people are bearers of bad news they call you at the wrong time and they are coming to destroy your joy you're coming to church and then they call clink how have you heard oh blah, 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 blah. and then you come to church depressed and if they are not careful you even come to church They are bearers of bad news and you must avoid such people. You have a voicemail. You have WhatsApp. Sometimes when they send you the text, you know this is a negative text. Don't read it. WhatsApp tells you if you read the message or not. So just leave it. Don't read it. You don't need bad report. You need good report. That's why I don't watch the news. I have not watched the news the whole year. I'm not saying watching the news is bad now. It's not a new doctrine. As for me, I want to maintain my faith. I don't want my faith to be contaminated. I want to watch the news of God. That's the Bible. That's why God told Joshua, He said, You shall meditate in this book day and night. Some of us can watch news, CNN, BBC, the same news every hour, same news every hour for 10 hours. And I don't know, it doesn't add up to you. No, by the time you leave the presence of the TV, you are depressed. You go to bed depressed. Because you watch news first thing in the morning, you watch news last thing in the, mo- in the evening. Come on now. Why don't you listen to the podcast? Listen to the word. That's why Romans ten seventeen says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 1, it says the just shall live by faith. We live by faith, not by the news. We live by faith, not by the news. What do we live by? What do we live by? We live by faith. We live by faith. 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 Verse 7 it says for we walk By faith and not By sight we walk By faith and not By sight we walk By faith and not by Let's say it together we walk By faith and not By sight we walk By faith and not so if you hear bad news Saying you are going down Just confess this word I work by faith and not by sight If you go to the doctor And the doctor gives you a negative report And say you have cancer You declare I work by faith and not by sight If you go to the bank And they say we are going to repossess your house You say I work by faith and not by sight. I work by faith and not by sight. If you go to the doctor, the specialist and they say your child will not live past 10 years, you keep declaring the word. I work by faith and not by sight. I work by faith and not by sight. And by the time you realize, faith will begin to build up in you faith will begin to build up in you and just like Jesus said if you have faith as little as a master's seed you will say to this mountain be thou cast into the sea and it shall go yonder by that time your faith has been built up and once your faith is built up you stand before that Goliath and say to Goliath who are you this uncircumcised Philistine Who is defying the armies of the Lord. We are men and women of faith. Everything that is happening in this year, God told me last year before it started. God said to me what's going to happen. The election that was called, I knew all about it. Everything, all the shaking, and guess what? More is coming. There are more shakings coming. You think we've seen something we haven't seen anything yet. You will see major big companies collapsing. There is there is shifting coming. God is God is going to use the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. So prepare yourself. Be ready because things are going to shake, things are going to shift. The, the systems of the world will know that there is a living God. That's why we need to be ready. That's why we need to walk by faith. And not by sight. We need to walk by faith. And not by sight. We need to walk by faith. And not by sight. And hear me. Hebrews 11.6 says that. But without faith. It is impossible to please God. You want to please God. You need faith. You want to please God. You need faith. It says, but whosoever comes to God must believe that God is and that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is a rewarder. God is my rewarder, not man. God is my rewarder, not man. I have never knocked on any man's door before, never. And I will never do that because God is my I know whom I have believed. He is too faithful to fail. Don't give man too much power. Don't don't, don't go to, when you go to man asking them for help, they'll say, I am the chief cornerstone. No, you're not. You are just a mere human being. God is my helper. No man can help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God is going to raise up men and women who will become overcomers in this world. And please hear me, to become an overcomer, you have to be willing and obedient. God cannot help you to overcome what you are not willing to overcome. Amen? Amen. You have to be willing. You want to overcome? God has put his word there for you already to overcome. But you also have to be willing. You can't say, oh, I am an overcome, I am an overcome, and do nothing. And just sleep all the day. You don't read anything. You watch junk. Listen, what you watch will come out of you. You watch junk, you become junk. Jesus said, out of, the, out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers. Now how can rivers flow out of your belly If you don't put rivers there And the rivers Jesus is talking about Is the word When you're filled with the word What comes out of you is the word I'm looking forward to the day Where every statement that comes out of my mouth Is the word How are you today? I'm blessed and highly favored Can you not see what what is going around in the world? When men say there's a casting down, I shall say there is a lifting up. Everyone is dying. Well, that's them. I shall not die, but I shall live to declare the glory of God. Poverty is striking everybody. Everybody is poor. Money is nowhere. Wealth and riches shall be in my house. Lord now. Yes. I'm looking forward to th- You see some of you you have imprisoned your own destiny your own future. We pray for you. Today is our special fruitfulness service and we're going to pray for you. But after you leave here don't imprison your future with your own words. Yes. How are things? So so. <laughs> what is so so? How are things? Not too bad. Do you want things to be bad? So why do you respond not too bad? How are things? Uh, Pastor, oh you don't know what the doctors have just told me. Never rehearse anything negative. That's a command in my family. Never. I've been to hospitals, doctors, consultants have said things. I remember when we were going to have our first child, the consultant said, my wife all of a sudden developed her eye have to be operated upon. In the first trimester of our first child. And they said, it's either you lose the baby or you lose your eye. You have to lose one. Which one do you want? I said, in this family, we don't lose anything. That's an expect opinion, but According to this God family, we don't lose eye, we don't lose baby, we don't lose anything. And to God be all the glory. We came out with a perfect eye and a perfect baby. A perfect eye. Now, I know. You now you don't go look for twenty people and call them. Oh pray for me the doctors say i am going to lose my you know there are many people <coughs> excuse me there are many people who who like to to rehearse negatives i don't rehearse negatives ask my wife she will tell you i never rehearse negative last month our son was at the verge of death death knocked on our door gone he was gone I was holding him in my hands he was gone but I keep declaring thank you Jesus father thank you because I have seen an example in the word Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus and said father thank you why do you thank God when something is dead you have no idea he was gone but I was not declaring death I was thanking God for life and within 25 minutes he came back to life hallelujah we went to the hospital several doctors, consultants one of them came and said and upon all this I was preaching powerfully you had no idea I was going through something I was here preaching my heart out when my son was in Theater. I was out evangelizing. I love God too much. And those who love God cannot go down. My love for God is too much. One of the consultants said, uh, according to my years of profession, blah, 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 uh, I think is your son have epileptic. I said, what? Are you sure? I asked her, are you sure? <laughs> do you think so? I never confessed it. I said, do you think so? She's a consultant, expert in that field. I said, not here. I don't rehearse anything negative. I do not rehearse. I, I've never said I have heard it before. Not me. Not I can never have headache. Not me. I can never be sick. Not me. I can never die through an accident. Not me. I can never die in a plane crash. Not me. Because he who is carrying me is too faithful. Come on now. Not here, not here. So, you see, when I stand and I make declaration, I am not making vain or empty decrees. In the midst of all that, I stood. My son went through tests, all kinds of tests. He came out, nothing. Because what you confess is what you get. That's right, that's right. Today's our special fruitfulness service. We're going to pray for you. Now, don't leave here and say... (laughs) I don't see no sign. Pastor <laughs> <laughs> said fruitfulness. Oh God. said of fruitfulness. Oh. When? When? Now, now you are you are destroying your own destiny. Are you falling? Even if you have headache, don't confess headache. You will see in a minute. The Bible says that Sarah's womb was dead. Dead womb. But Abraham did not stagger at the promises of God. He did not consider his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. My wife, she's not supposed to have babies, according to medical terms. She is not supposed to. With a simple faith, in a restaurant on a day of proposal, and this is why women it's important be honest with the men before they you say I do. If a man proposed to you, tell him whatever condition you have. So he's prepared to go through it with you. Not after he puts a ring and then he says, I forgot to tell you <laughs> I have this condition. <laughs> be honest. If God brought him, God will keep him. Amen. Don't lie to trap the man. And men, the same. Don't lie to trap the woman. Yes. If you have anger issues, be honest. Yes. Tell the woman. Yes. If you are in debt, be honest. Tell him or her, yes. I have this debt. <laughs> I'm working on it. Amen? Yes. Amen? Amen? I'm preaching. I don't know why I'm going there, but I'm preaching. I'm, I, I'm saying something that is going to help somebody. Amen. so in the restaurant she said to me do you know I might not be able to give you children I said well praise God let's, Father we thank you in the name of so I mean in my case I did prayer of faith and proposal at the same time <laughs> I proposed instead of receiving yes as an answer I got do you know I might not be able to give you children I said Father in the name of Jesus we thank you for babies amen and medically, she was not meant to have babies. Medically. After we had our last born, amen? Our last born. Now, why are you laughing? Why, why, why are you laughing? Eh? You want more? One more. What, what about you, people? What about you? We are waiting for you you are saying one more for us we are waiting on your four. <laughs> the consultant stepped back and said wow I don't believe a baby could come out of this womb yet not one three came out listen you don't need a womb you don't need a tube you need faith. why because with God all things are possible not with man. Not with man, with God. Not with man, with God. With God, all things are possible. That's why I define faith as Romans chapter uh, chapter 23, verse 19. And Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Romans, sorry, Mark 9, 23. Jesus said, if only you can believe all things shall be possible. If only you can believe. Numbers 23 verse 19, it says God is not a man that he should lie. There is no lie in God. It is against his nature. He cannot lie. His character, his integrity, he, he cannot lie. It's not in his nature. It's not in his nature. It's not Of his DNA, he can't. There's no lie in God, so it doesn't matter how long it takes when God says, Abraham, you're going to have a child called Isaac, even if you're 100 years old and Sarah is 90, that baby will come forth. It doesn't matter how long it takes, it will happen because in his nature there is no lie. He cannot lie because it's not in his nature. Amen. Amen. A crocodile's nature has scales. A crocodile has scales. That's its nature. Right? One day, uh, a monkey went to cross a river. And the crocodile was at the banks of the river. And then they made a deal. And say, um can you cross me from here to the end of the other side? The crocodile said yes. The monkey said please don't eat me up. The crocodile said oh I promise I will not eat you up. Just jump on my back. And then the monkey jumps at the back of the crocodile and once it got to the middle of the river the monkey started complaining. It said oh your your skills are pricking me. I said I cannot help it because that's my nature. My skills are prickly. I can't help that. You see, God's nature is he cannot lie. That that is his nature. His nature is he cannot lie. He he cannot lie. He cannot break his word. He cannot. If you can take this out of this service today, you are done. If you can take this, it doesn't matter how long it takes. God's nature he cannot lie yes. and as God lived, he said this church one day it will be 5 million people God's nature is he cannot lie yes. therefore it's a heart pain yes. he cannot lie that is his nature yes. so it doesn't matter what you are going through the doctors might say this is an incurable disease God says, by his stripes, you were healed. Amen. So it doesn't matter what the doctors say, you know the nature of your father. The nature of your father is he cannot lie, that is his nature. to right. be to God. My goodness, something is happening. Something is happening. Something is happening right here. Somebody is conceiving. Somebody is taking in seed, a supernatural seed. Somebody is taking in seed right now in the name of Jesus. And nothing will kill that seed. I said, nothing will kill that seed. Nothing will kill that dream. Nothing will kill that vision in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Let's look at God's original intention for all of his children. God's original intention for his children is for us to be fruitful. That's his original intention. Genesis chapter 1, from verse 26, the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful. Be what? Be what? So, from the beginning, God called you fruitful. From the beginning, God called you. How do I know God called me fruitful? Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. God said, let there be light. And there was light. The same God who said, let there be light. There was light. Now, God said, be fruitful. The same God who said Genesis 1-3, let there be light. The same God says in Genesis 1-26, be fruitful. Can he lie? Did we see Genesis 1-3 come to pass? He said, let there be light and there was light. Genesis 1-28, God said, be fruitful. Guess what? You will be fruitful. He said, Let there be light. There was light. He said, Be fruitful. You will be fruitful. Oh, let me hear, Living Amen. You will be fruitful. I said, You will be fruitful. I said, You will be fruitful. I said, You will be fruitful. This church will be fruitful. Our businesses will be fruitful. Our children will be fruitful. Our mind will be fruitful. Our hands will be fruitful. Our belly will be fruitful. Yeah. Our bodies will be fruitful. Yeah. Our legs will be fruitful. Yeah. Our stomach will be fruitful. Yeah. Everything we touch will be fruitful. Yeah. Because he said, Be fruitful. Yeah. That's God's original intention. God said, Be fruitful. So even if you work against your fruitfulness, you cannot change God's command this is a command the same way he said let there be light and there was light the same way he's saying be fruitful so you will be fruitful yes. now quickly the church you are planted in determines your fruitfulness <laughs> one, verse 3 he says and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. So everybody have their season. When my season comes nothing can stop me. When my season of fruitfulness comes nobody can stop me. When your season of blessing comes nothing can stop you. Hallelujah. He says he shall bring forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall what? Whatsoever, whatsoever he doeth shall what? Prosper. So if you sell salt, it shall what? Prosper. If you sell water, it shall what? Prosper. If you sell shoelace, it shall what? Prosper. If you sell pants, it shall what? Prosper. If you sell hair, it shall what? Prosper. If you sell teeth, it shall what? now people sell hair so very soon people will be selling teeth now I hope it's fake teeth you're selling praise God (laughs) so whatsoever you do it shall prosper why? because you are planted four things quickly out of that scripture number one he said he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water so where you are planted is very important The church you are planted in is very important. Have you noticed that since you got planted in this church, the testimonies you are experiencing is beyond human understanding. Where you are planted is important. A tree planted by water and a tree planted on the desert cannot germinate or generate the same result of fruitfulness. Never. 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 So be planted in the house of God. Be planted in the church. Be in the church with all of your heart. Number two, he says, he bringeth forth his fruit in his season. So that means once you are planted, your fruit is guaranteed in its season. Are you following me? In its what? Season. Season. Because every fruit have its season. You have to understand that you have to understand that at this season of my life I cannot handle 5 million congregation that's the truth I cannot at one point of my ministry life I was handling two people there was a fruit two are you following me you have to understand the season and the fruit it generates Other than that, you'll crash. Are you getting me? At this season of your life, you cannot manage a private jet. That's the honest truth. Because you cannot buy a tire for a bicycle. Are you following me? You don't even have a garage to park your bicycle. Now if you are faithful with your bicycle then God will graduate you to a motor bicycle a motorbike or a motor bicycle and then from there you move to another car I don't want to mention any car's name now before I get into trouble now <laughs> Hallelujah and then from there you move to another big car maybe you 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 had a what's those mini cars those small small cars yeah Mini you know, but there was, there was one before that now they've made this Mini's Porsche there used to be some very small no they're smart those, these cars are Porsche I'm talking about the old ones you know those when air blows it it's falling off the road <laughs> and then you graduate you graduate you know to another bigger car and then you graduate to the one and only car in the world praise God (laughs) 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 that this is the one car and then from there you know there are stages you have to understand the seasons are you getting me if you don't understand the seasons you will crash so understand the seasons the third thing, he says, his leaf also shall not wither. So where you are planted determines the kind of fruits that is seen on you. you never have a dry time in your life because you are planted by the wells of water. The fourth thing, it says, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. And from today, I don't know what you do, but whatever you do in this church, in your business, in your house, wherever you are, it shall prosper. I just heard this in my spirit. Listen, many that you are working with, they will not understand how you are making it. Some of you, your bosses will think you are stealing money from them. When they check, you are not stealing money, but the money you are making will be will be beyond their understanding. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. Listen, when you walk with God in purity of heart, nothing can stop you from becoming fruitful. Psalm 92 from verse 12 to 15. It says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Say amen to that. Amen. Say a good amen to that. Amen listen, your fruitfulness will not be by the arm of flesh, but by the spirit of God. Amen. Zechariah 4 verse 6, it says, it's not by might, neither is it by power, but it is by the spirit of the Lord. Yes. So, don't, don't think this fruitfulness is going to be by the arm of flesh. Now, hear me, when we talk about fruitfulness, we're not talking just talking about babies. Are you following me? Yes. To the student, fruitfulness is his brain's be able to absorb what he learns. And when it's time for exams, he can write it successfully. That that is fruitfulness for him. To the businessman, fruitfulness is not a baby. He wants his company to expand. Are you following me? But to to the one who wants a baby, fruitfulness is babies. Are you following me? So, fruitfulness means different things to different people. Now, Mama Eunice or Mama Elizabeth or Pauline, I'm not sure they are thinking about baby fruitfulness. Are you following me? Yes. Maybe they are, I don't know. Maybe they are. Yes. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Yes. <laughs> you know, these young ladies in the church, maybe they are, you know. <laughs> None of you are older than Sarah here, are you? (laughs) So be careful now very soon. (laughs) So fruitfulness means different things to different people. Are you following me? Therefore, it will take the, the Holy Spirit to bear forth the impossible and the unusual in our church. We are believing God for a level of fruitfulness. And I believe we've come to that season. Where we will see God doing mighty things. Amen. It will take the Holy Spirit. They say, Pastor, how is that going to happen? Same question like Mary. Luke chapter 1 verse 34 to 35. The Bible says that when the angel came to Mary, then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. That means in this level of fruitfulness, you don't need partnership with man. Yeah. You need partnership with the Holy Spirit. You need partnership with the Holy Spirit. Once you come partner with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will birth the impossible out of you. Verse 35, the Bible says that, And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Say amen to that. The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Amen. Say a big amen to that. Amen. So, the Holy Spirit will overshadow us. That's the kind of area I am coming into. A season where I am overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, everything that comes out of my mouth brings forth fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. I declare a blessing over you and it becomes a reality. Therefore, from today, walk in the blessing. From today, be fruitful. From today, be prosperous. From today, be increased. From today, be multiplied. From today, be healed. From today, be joyous. From today, be favored in the Name of Jesus yeah. gives Jesus a praise for God. Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. It's a season of fruitfulness. Hey! Let's partner with the Holy Spirit. They might not know how you're going to be fruitful, but they'll begin to see. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, yes. and the power of the Almighty will overshadow you. That's unusual. Very soon, from next week Sunday, we'll begin to see supernatural acts of God. Mighty miracles. The power of his presence. We'll see creative miracles. Creative miracles. Creative miracles. Happening among us. In the name of Jesus. We'll begin to see the Holy Spirit overshadowing us and drafting great multitudes great multitudes great multitudes into his house this place will become a center of God's miracles it will become a center of God's joy it will become a center of God's fruitfulness in the name of Jesus businessmen and businesswomen get ready expand your businesses expand your thinking because overflow is coming. Increase has come. Breakthrough has come in the name of Jesus. Four things quickly as we close that guarantees our fruitfulness. Four things. Number one, seek first the kingdom of God. Number one, seek first the kingdom. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom. How many of you will want somebody to place you at number two? Anybody? We all want to be number one. Isn't it? You want God to place you as number one? Seek first his kingdom. Put God first. You put God first, he'll put you first. James 4, 7, he said, draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you. Put God first. Put God first and God will put you first. Hallelujah. So, this key is crucial if you're going to be fruitful. Put God first. Put God first in all you do. Put God first. In your marriage, put God first. In your business, put God first. In your relationships, put God first. When I met my wife and we started courting, we put God first. We decided never to defile the marriage bed. No sex before marriage. We kept the marriage bed pure. They said, Pastor, were you tempted? Oh my Jesus, Lord help me. (laughs) The first day I hugged my wife, I felt electric shock. <laughs> <laughs> when I hugged, her, I said, Oh, hey, jaw, whoa. I said speaking in tongues. <laughs> Angelic tongues. I said, No, sister Zama from today, no more hugging. No more hugging. I'll see you later. It's now handshake, sister because I knew me I know me if I had this sister too much before I realize, I'll sin against God I'll fornicate I'll defile the marriage bed we kept the marriage bed pure and when we went to the honeymoon oh Jesus it was a real honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> it was a real one it was a, I didn't eat the honey before I got to the moon <laughs> I had my honey in the moon and, and you know to, the interesting part of this whole story is that every day for us is like a honeymoon you see when you don't eat the thing before it is given to you now this is to you the young ones now who are not married don't have sex before marriage be a virgin amen yes. keep yourself pure, pure. I said, keep yourself what? Pure. If you are a virgin and you haven't eaten the big apple, don't eat it. Wait till you get married. And because of that, every day for us is, hey, is, is honeymoon. I'm telling you, there are some things I cannot say in the pulpit now. Now, you people want me to say, but I can't. Every day is like honeymoon. Trust me because when you honor God God will honor you in your marriage put God first put God first don't put God second put God first you want to be fruitful make God's house your number one agenda put God first pray for the kingdom Pray for the house of God. Go out on outreach. Go out on evangelism. Win souls into the house of God. When you do that, God will put you first. Trust me. When you put God first, God will never put you last. It doesn't matter who comes to our house. If my wife is serving food, she gives me first. It doesn't matter the president can be in a house today, the queen can come today, if my my wife is serving food or drink or anything, she'll give me first. Now, guess what? If I'm going to give her something, I won't give to that person first, I give to her first. Nobody wants to be put at number two. So, if you want God to put you first, put him Put him. First. You want God to put you first, yes. so put God first. Put him first. Number two, key to be fruitful, is serve the Lord. Number one is what seek first the kingdom of God. Number two is serve the Lord. Exodus twenty-three, verse twenty-five. It says, "And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and He will bless thy bread and thy water." And he said, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land. The number of your days I will fulfill. So serve the Lord. He said, you serve the Lord and he will bless. Listen, serving the Lord is not a curse. Serving the Lord is a blessing. He said, you You will serve the Lord your God and he will bless. When you serve God, he will bless. Young people in the house, serve God with your strength. Serve God. Serve God because a time is coming you will not be able to serve God again. Are you following me? Serve God now with your strength. Don't waste your strength on things that will not benefit you. Let the house of God consume you. Serve. He said you serve the Lord and he will bless. So that means if you don't serve God, he will not bless. <laughs> Simple. You serve the Lord, he will bless. You don't serve him, he will not bless. How many of you want the blessing? Amen. Of course, we all want the blessing. And the only way we can receive the blessing is to serve the Lord. You serve the Lord. And verse 26, it said, there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren. Now, it's not even talking about us, the human being. He's talking about the sheep, the goats, the cows. He said, they will not be barren. That's right. That's right. They will not cast their young. They will not give birth prematurely. They will not have miscarriages. Amen. Therefore, miscarriage is not permitted in this house. Amen. Barrenness is not permitted in this house. In the name of Jesus. From today I open the heavens of fruitfulness over you. In the mighty name of Jesus. The third one. The third one. The third key to becoming fruitful. What is number one key? What is the second key? The third one is be a soul winner be a soul winner. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. It says the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. He that winneth souls is wise. The tree of the righteous is life. The, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is what? Wise. He that winneth souls is what? Is wise. So if you don't win so what is the opposite? I didn't say it. You said it. What is the opposite of wise? What is the opposite of wise? Why don't you want to say it? (laughs) So we must be soul winners. Amen. Listen, let me give you this chart. And hear me, this works. If you are believing God for fruitfulness in any area of your life, make God's house fruitful. Connect your level of fruitfulness with souls. Tell God, I am going to win five souls, ten souls into your house, make them planted and I want you to make me fruitful in my business, in my career, in my children or anything. Try this and see. Your business is not being fruitful. Test God in this. I had a, a testimony of a businessman who, in a particular nation, has set up offices in all the cities. He's a businessman. And the purpose of these offices is not for his business, he has put people in those offices. To go out on soul winning every day to win souls, and he's bought a car in each location. And when the souls are won, they bring the souls to church every Sunday by using the bus. Where he started that God started exploding his business. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. You want to be fruitful in your business, sow souls into the house of God. Go out on personal evangelism. Be a personal soul winner. Be addicted to the things of God. We have friends who are going to hell and we know within our heart these people are going to hell. Therefore it is incumbent upon us to bring them into the house of Keep knocking on their doors, keep calling them, keep texting them. One day they will bring, they will come with you into the house of God. Amen. Daniel chapter twelve, verse three. It says that they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that tend many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Hallelujah! Amen. So be a soul winner. Say with me from today. I receive grace, I receive grace to, be a soul to be a soul winner say it again from today, from today I, receive grace I receive grace to be a soul winner, be a soul in, winner. Jesus name. in Jesus name amen. amen the last key the last one is be a tither be a tither what is number one what is number two what is number three? Yes, so be now. And number four is yes, be a tither. Malachi three ten to twelve. It says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there should not be room enough to receive it. Say amen to that. Amen. It says, and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and ye shall and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. Verse 12. And all nations, somebody say all nations. All nations, all nations. All nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. These things work. You want to be fruitful? Be a tither. You want to be fruitful? Be a soul winner. You want to be fruitful? Serve the Lord. You want to be fruitful? Seek first the kingdom of God. Put these keys to work. And see if God will not change your level. Remember in his nature there is no lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, as we close, let me read this scripture. When God is with you, listen, nothing can stop your fruitfulness. Genesis chapter 49, verse 22. Genesis chapter 49, from verse 22, I read it says that, and Joseph is a fruitful bowl, even a fruitful bowl by a well, whose branches run over the walls. Say amen to that. Amen. You see, when God is with you, nothing can stop your fruitfulness. Your branches, you'll be so fruitful, your branches will go over the walls. You'll be so fruitful, your branches will do what? Will run over the walls. It says the arches have sought him, grief, grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. By his bow, by his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong. By the hands of the almighty God of Jacob, from thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the God of thy father who shall help thee, and by the almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above all the blessings of my progenitors, Unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of Jacob, on the head of Joseph, and and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. Hallelujah! So you see, God has promised us that He's going to make us fruitful from today, God will make you fruitful. Amen. I said from today, God will make you fruitful. Amen. Everything you touch will be fruitful. Amen. Your mind will be fruitful. Amen. Your ideas will be fruitful. Amen. Your brains will be fruitful. Amen. Your, Boy, your, will be fruitful. your head will be fruitful. Amen. Your hands will be fruitful. Amen. Your womb will be fruitful. Amen. Your legs will be fruitful. Amen. This church will be fruitful. Amen. Everything we do will be fruitful. Amen. Our children will be fruitful. Amen. Our marriages will be fruitful. Amen. Let me hear a living amen church. Amen. Everything we touch shall be fruitful. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Did you receive it church? Amen. Hallelujah oh hallelujah it's a new season it's our season of fruitfulness amen hallelujah